Greetings and beyond for new and welcome back to this episode of Good Job Adventures. Last time around those puerile gadflies seemingly caused a bit of a ruckus down in Arcanology as Johnson was found dead and brainless. Although, to be quite frank, the latter bit was a bit unexpected. He was not the brightest of us. Additionally, the brain that we were going to use for the Jandroid is missing, so I assume he sort of did some sort of necromantic hoo-ha to revive Jackie Jan or whatever her name was. Although, realistically, none of that really matters, as that last wild magic storm was a bit, was a rather harrowing omen. I thought I had more time to prepare for the end, but as my muse just told me, I have mere days to ready as the world currently teeters on the brink of oblivion. <laughs> Testing audio, one, two, three, one, two, three. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this episode of Good Job Adventures. Jackie Jan has just been brought back from the dead by planting her brain within the body of Johnson. Jackie Jan has just pointed to Ander and said, Who are you? Are we sure we got the right brain? Uh, not sure. Maybe it's taken a little bit of adjustment for the brain to remember. Uh, also, you are extremely sunburned. She just may not recognize you. That is true. I think my back is peeling in more. Yeah, you should probably get that uh, checked out. Uh, but uh, who are you? Uh, and I point towards uh, what I assume to be is Jackie Jan. Uh, I, I think my name's Jan. So it looks like we got the right brain, or at least somebody named Jan. The last thing I remember was that... There was a building on fire, and a bunch of large metal things surrounding me, and then now I'm here, in this dark, weird, gross, wet room. Yeah, that sounds about right. So, uh, Jackie Jan, slash maybe just Jan, uh, think fast, and I throw something at her to see if she can catch it with her monk dexterity. Hey, person who just got out of brain surgery, think fast. <laughs> All right, let me pull up. Oh God, what's funny? Being a butthole and Zali letting me open up the fucking sheet. This is the pub. Wait, wait. In before nap one, uh, Elagos kills Jackie Jan. It wasn't. Wait, Elagos? Yeah, Elagos. Yeah, Elagos. What the fuck are you thinking? Elagos is just like, don't throw something at her. Cuts her head off. All right, so Tyler, what are you gonna throw at it? I was gonna pick up like a random bottle of like bile or something that's just on the desk next to me. A bile vial. Yes. I'm, yeah, I'm picking up the one with like the most disgusting thing in it, like a small fetus or something. Roll me and strength check. A 19. So Jackie Jan rolled an 18. So she tries to catch it. Like her hand makes contact with the vile file of bile, and the file kind of like bounces off her hand and hits the ground. All right. So she's a little bit better than Jan did, but not as much as we were hoping. I'm just gonna poke Owl in the rib. <laughs> Jackie Jane looks at her hands and is just like, Why is my skin now really dark? Oh, yeah. Um, we didn't mention it to you because we were so curious to see if you were actually Jackie Jan, but uh, your body uh, got destroyed. Surprise. And uh, <laughs> your brain was intact, though. Uh, so we just got the guy who ordered those metal things, I use air quotes, to kill you. And we uh, killed him, popped open his head, and uh, put you inside. Welcome back to the land of the living, Jackie Jan. Jackie Jan looks astounded at what you just told her. She goes to, like, rub her forehead as she rubs the staples that are holding her skull cap in place. And it's like, wait, what? What'd you do to me? Here, let me explain this. Your body was emaciated by other people in this mountain. I don't think emaciated is the right word. He means they just started smashing it with mazes until it was a bloody pulp. That. And then they were able to take your brain and store it here in that jar. This body belonged to the head necromancer, I think. Yeah, that's pretty much sums it up. Well, to be quite frank, this is a 
this is a lot to take in because, you know, apparently I sustained enough injuries to ward a full body transplant, and now I'm a drow. I'm honestly astonished you haven't already gone into shock, quite frankly. Yeah, she seems kind of caught up the fact that she's uh, a drow. There seems to be some type of racial bias here. I mean, how many other races are there that have, like, dark purple skin? I changed my skin so it's dark purple. Oh, by the gods! He does that a lot, don't worry. Actually, it's the first time I've seen him do it, but, uh... <laughs> I... <laughs> so you, you, you're cool. Are you cool? I mean, I guess? And, a, right. po and a poke her in the ribs and see if she reacts. Oh yeah, we haven't done the nervous system test yet. I just kind of like jab Jan in the ribs. As you go to poke her stomach, she just like almost instinctively swats your hand away. Oh god, I, I didn't mean to do that. I mean, there are much better ways to test reflexes, but I guess that'll have to do. I mean, I did throw that uh, jar filled with, uh, I don't even know what that was, at you. Well, it ate through the floor. That's true. Also, Jan, did, did you mention that you were Jackie Jan's, like, student? Because I feel like that's an important bit of information to explicitly state. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot about that. I was your student back at the temple, but, uh, you kind of left, so... <laughs> she I mean, she left her corporeal form. She left, you know, after she almost died. Yeah. We should probably head out before the Mind Flayer gets back. That was a pretty small brain. Yeah, surprised this big brain fit inside of that small head. But, uh, yeah, we should probably get out of here. It's disgusting. And the sphincter door is over there. Takta, can you massage it? Takta's already massaging the door. And now get it to open. Just don't just massage it for the sake of massaging it, Takta. I am an adult. I do what I want. Algos <laughs> <laughs> is going to take his, like, cowl with a, with a hood and give it to Jackie Jan so she can kind of cover up the surgery scar. Thank you, sir. Also, I'm going to take some of those random bottles of whatever I threw at Jackie Chan, because apparently it eats through floors. So you're going to procure multiple vile files of bile. I would also like to collect some. Same here. <laughs> Are we robbing this place now? It's like you're playing Dib 2. <laughs> All right, so in this room, there are ten files of bile. I'll take eight. I'll take two. <laughs> I'll get fucked. <laughs> no, we can spread them out evenly. So, to each? They're on. Uh, yeah, let's- I'm gonna leave. Yeah. Because we've been dilly-dallying. Alright, the party notices as they get to make their way out of here, uh, Jackie Jant's kind of, uh, stumbling around. Oh, God. She, she hasn't quite gotten her bearings yet, so that's a thing. Janda, she's your, uh, master. So why don't you, uh, give her a piggyback or something? Ah, uh, might as well. I, you don't sound too thrilled to come here and find the person you meant to find. Uh, I wasn't here to find her. She was just a side quest. Wow. Jeez. That's a little cold-hearted, I gotta say. Um, so, I don't think a piggyback is necessary. Oh, uh, you could just, like, you could just, like, help me walk. That would be delightful. Okay. All right. I'm going to make sure I'm in cobalt form and leading this party out past, like, through the lobby where that other cobalt was. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. We're just going to the elevator. But what's with the guy in the cloak? I said nothing to see here. Why are you, why are you trying to see something here? I mean, I have eyes. I. But... He's a prisoner. What? He's a prisoner. We all are. I'm... Okay. What? 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 <laughs> what? Hey, what you be talking about? We're we're all this little guy's following. This little guy's leading us to another prison. What? Let me. Yeah. Where, how does the cobalt respond to this? Oh, okay. So yeah. Um. Don't forget. If you're gonna bring him down to the prison, like go go down to the basement. Okay, dokie. I think he was saying that to me, but uh. <laughs> yes. I forgot what voice the uh, cobalt voice is. All right, going to the elevator now, down to the prison. It's okay. I forgot the voice for this like cobalt attendant, so it's fine. All right, nothing to see here. I thought Jander was about to get deep. Like we're all prisoners, man. <laughs> I was really surprised he said that. That was what I was gonna say as my backup if it didn't work. I was like, we're prisoners to the nine to five. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we had an alibi to come down in the first place. Either way, all right. I 
head to the elevator. Corners. Jackie Jan attempts to stumble to one of the corners. I'll take the place next to the buttons. Aye, so where to next, fellas? Well, uh, actually, I have that, um, that little rune piece that's gonna get us all the way to the, the tippy-top of this, uh, this operation. And I produced the little, uh, rune piece that I got from Mitzi, uh, a while back before we came down to Arcanology. Yeah, I think we should be good to just go up there and, uh, murder everyone, right? Aye, sounds good to me. Do, do we need to murder everyone, or...? I they murdered you, so why not do the same to them? Oi, did I actually die? Yes. You were emaciated as fuck. <laughs> yes, you died. You were dead. We couldn't even recognize half of the bodies. Why don't you try to get that through Johnson's head, you dumb fuck? <laughs> Wait, who's who's Johnson? Hit the button, Arthos! I take the key from uh, Roth and I... Put it where it's supposed to be in the... Alright, so as you grab the keystone from Moth, you notice that, like, above the regular panel of elevator buttons, a little panel seemingly just appears out of nowhere, and just a big blue button. I push the big blue button. Here it almost sounds like the various elevator rails above you kind of, like, rearranging themselves in a certain configuration. After a short while, the elevator just shoots straight up. And in the matter of what feels like seconds, the elevator comes to a stop. Alright, looks like we, uh, we're here. But uh, before we get out, um, is Jackie Jan going to be like a, an asset here or more like a, more like a problem? Uh, she's, uh, I mean, a human shield. A drow shield. I mean, my, my memory's a bit, a bit hazy, but like, I'll, I'll do what I can. I'd also rather not be a, a meat shield, sir, as she stares daggers at Owl. That's up to you. I'll politely decline. I think he meant whether you're useful or not. The worst she can be is a meat shield. Yeah, she is really... I know that she just had a brain put into a new body, but she is... She's slow. I'll say that much. I'm gonna try punting Owl. <laughs> what? So you're picking me up and punting me? Yes. <laughs> okay, so roll contested athletics to grab him. My weight doesn't change. 140 pounds. Um, what is it? Athletics? A 15. I got a 10. Alright, so... Awul has now been grappled. Um... So here's how we're gonna do the actual punting. Um, Awul, will athletics or acrobatics to free yourself. Alright, I'll attempt... I got a now one. <laughs> Alright, so, yeah, you know you don't. Uh, gender... Roll me an unarmed strike with advantage. You make contact, roll damage. An eight. Owl takes eight damage as he's punted a few feet away from the party. <laughs> We're in an elevator. How wide is it? I'm going to cast Blight on Jander. Oh my god. Owl is pissed. Owl, you see his form after he gets punted into an elevator wall. As he like falls in the ground, he rises up back into his normal self. And it just, like, has death in his eyes as he casts Blight. So, make a constitution saving throw, Jander. Don't- isn't this, like, a area of effect spell? No. No, that's a different one. I don't know, what does Blight look like, Owl? Like, what- what-, what like, what is, like, the conjuring of that ability? I'm just picturing it- he just gets- it's instantaneous, so he pretty much just has necromantic energy wash over him. Why are you at advantage, Morgan? I'm just taking the 20, so it doesn't matter. Alright, so you take 16 necrotic damage. Okay. Alright, at this point, Jackie Jan places herself in between Jander and Owl. Is like, please, let's not fight. He's, I mean, <clears throat> he's the one. She looks you in the face and is like, I don't care who started it, I'm ending it. I mean, I care who started it, because I got punted. Oh, well, that's, that's too bad. You were being somewhat unruly. She then turns around to Jander and is like, Look, Jander, you, you can't just go punting people, alright? That's not how you interact with people. <laughs> what do you, you mean? You say you, were, you say you were taught by Submaster, but it, this is how you resolve conflict? I was taught by you. <laughs> <laughs> For a second, Jackie Jander looks shocked and is like, I don't think I would have told you to punt people. That's the thing, bud. Eh. I'm gonna walk out of the elevator. <laughs> I'm, I'm just... 
and then I'm just gonna take a look around. Roth, you see that you are now in a large, dimly lit library. The air is rife with the smell of old books, and there's a hint of, like, brimstone in the air. Yeah, it doesn't sit well for the books, but, uh... So, was there a library at the top of this thing, or uh, weren't we supposed to go right to Karaba's chamber? Uh, is he not here? Karaba! I say we burn down the books. Uh, I don't. Can you even read all of those? No, that's why I'm suggesting it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I thought. Well, maybe one of those books is like a magical, we pull it, and then, uh, the wall, like, shifts and then Janda dies or something one of those books hi and the best way to find one of those books is by burning down the place that's weirdly specific also wait the Janda killing part or the burning it down part yes all right I'll, I'll take a peek around can i roll an investigation to see like if there's anything if there's any secret gender killing book switches around uh, i'll definitely help with that <laughs> i just you're just surveying the immediate vicinity Roll investigation with advantage. Uh, I, I rolled an investigation. And I got twenty-one with the with the assistance from Owl. All right. So with that twenty-one, you don't find any like gender-killing tomes. But one thing you notice is that the books are organized in a really weird manner. Like with how the books are placed in this, like the few shelves you look at, there's no order. It's not alphabetical. There's no like Dewey Decimal System. It's just kind of here are a bunch of books on a shelf or on many shelves. Do the first letters of each title spell out words? <laughs> he can't just... He can't read. He literally can't... He just said he can't read. He can't do this. Roll me investigation with disadvantage. Five. All right, so, Arthos, your three brain cells work really hard together to try and see if there's any sort of pattern between the strange etchings on the sides of these books, and they're all just gibberish to you. I well... Can someone else try to do what I'm doing, please? I will, I'm sorry. I looked around. There's no Janda killing switch. But from what Arthos seemingly is able to pick up by not being able to read, uh, I've also picked up in a more apt sense that these are ordered in no particular fashion. And that seems odd for a library. Now, Arthos, I saw you looking at the books and then uh, counting on your fingers at, in what I assume is some crude attempt to uh, read out words. Uh, using the first letter of each of the books, is that right? I that to be what I was doing. That's a really big leap. Yeah, you know, in this instance, let me give it a shot and see if you are onto something. So I'll try and read the books in the manner that Breathweaver was to see if it spells anything out. One thing that I kind of want to make clear is that the part of the library that you're currently in is not the whole thing. What else is there? From the current juncture that you're at, there's a long bookshelf in front of you, and then there are two paths that extend to the party's left or right. Okay, so then I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll try to read it on that bookshelf. Alright, um, to clarify, you're looking for, like, just the first word of each title? Yeah, in, in, like, an attempt to, like, decrypt something or, like, see if there's a secret message since it's in no particular order. Roll me investigation. Uh, I rolled a 23. Alright, so you find that there is a pattern to, like, Arthos's guess was right in that it spells out shit. The section that you read, there's clearly more to the narrative that is being conveyed. As far as what is being conveyed, it seems like it's just Karaba praising himself. Alright, uh, I gleam from this that Arthos was right, and that it, there's more to this story than what's written on this wall. It's a circle trick. Burn it down, Arthos. Yep, I will, uh, yeah, there's nothing here. Um, Arthos, you've wasted everybody's time. I'm going to check this section of the library. Oh, which way do you go? Left or right? Uh, to the right. Alright, you head down to the right. One thing that you notice is that the, the subtle scent of brimstone, it gets a bit stronger. Did you start burning already? <laughs> I don't think anyone said they were going with you. <laughs> I turn around and say that to the group. Okay. I didn't burn anything, uh... Arthos, are you, are you actually going to burn this down, or what? Nay, I don't have any tools to do so. Oh, here you go. I take out my sword, and I say, good luck. And then it lights up, and I'm like, here you go. Light it up. I I will take the sword and attack a bookshelf with it. This will draw him out. 
Roll me an attack. Uh, it's a regular longsword. This is a regular longsword, so I'll just roll this. Eleven. You try to swing your sword at the bookshelf, but the sword bounces off. As the party is... I don't, know, I don't even know if bumbling is the right word. Standing around, out from the um the corridor to the party's left, a small, two-foot-tall automata walks up. It doesn't really acknowledge the party. It's got, like, a cube body, long, like, bird-like legs on the top face of the cube. It has, like, two spindly arms kind of jut out. In lieu of a face, there's just a long eye stalk with a really, like, uncanny valley humanoid eye. And in the front of the little automata's torso, there's like a, almost like a, like a door handle. The party watches as the automata looks at the party, looks at the bookshelf, grabs a book, pulls the hatch on its stomach open, and then just places the book inside. Athos, burn that thing down. Aye. Don't, I don't, don't. Don't what? Don't burn it down. It might lead us somewhere. Fair enough. Yeah, so while the rest of the party is preoccupied with this automaton... Uh, Elagos is going to continue going towards the, down the right corridor just to make sure all the bases are covered. Are you looking for anything specific, or...? Um, a sign of where we might find Caraba, I guess. As you make your way down this corridor, the scent of brimstone becomes stronger, and even though the bookshelves are, like, 30 feet high, you can see that there's a light jutting out from, like, over the top of one of the bookshelves... Kind of roughly in the direction that you're heading. I go into the light. Alright, so you find yourself in an open area. Within this area, there is like a six, seven foot tall humanoid figure. It most closely resembles like a blue dragon board, but it has a tail, a facial horn, and wings. Uh, Plumba, what's your passive perception? Uh, let me check. It's not high. Oh, it's a 13. Alright, so with your passive perception of 13, you see that, that this creature, it's sitting at a table, reading a book, looking utterly bored, and you see that, that it has, like, bindings on its arms and legs. The creature does not notice you. I just, I'll walk up to take a closer look. As you approach the creature, um, it turns its head to you and speaks to you in, in Infernal. Ah, <sighs> it's been a while since I've seen a son of Asmodeus. And who might you be? My name is of little importance. Hmm. I'm gonna go out at a limb and say you have some sort of business with the dragon upstairs. Indeed. Do you know where we can find him? Yep. The creature points to a corridor that's directly in front of it. It's like, if you travel down that corridor and you take the third right, that'll take you to the stairwell that brings you up to Karaba's little laboratory. Now... If you don't mind me asking, what sort of business do you have with him? I don't believe that's any of your concern. I mean, to some extent it does, as, let's just say, the creature kind of, like, shows off its binds. Karaba wants me to stay around, because he has, um, he wants me to act as a bit of a, um, archaeological muse, if you will. Plumba, one thing of note that I didn't mention earlier is that, you know the smell of brimstone? It's coming from this dude Ah, can I roll Arcana to see if I know what that means? Go ahead. I rolled a two. With that two, you would ascertain that this man's kind of stinky. Like, you do think it's weird that there's a dragonborn with wings and a tail? Because those aren't really, like, tails are not that common, wings aren't really a thing. But this man's just stinky. I kind of assumed that he was, like, a demon of some sorts. You, the player, are 100% right. Elagos might not have come to that conclusion. Ah. Elagos is gonna continue on, and he just says, If what you've told me is true, you will have earned my trust, <laughs> and I'll come back and free you. Oh, no. Oh, delightful. So now, what's the rest of the party doing while Elagos is just strolling about? I assume watching this droid, seeing if it'll lead us to where we want to go. At this point, it's just kind of looking at the party. I'm gonna walk over to it. Actually, I'm going to do a jump. I'm going to do my long jump right next to it. Uh, does it react at all? It's it, it's kind of like, like... How close do you jump to it? Several feet away. It's pretty close. Alright, so the robot seems a little startled that you just left towards it. Hey, robot. What are you doing here? The robot looks around nervously. 
while I was tasked with gathering data. Uh, what data are you gathering, robot? What's your name? I am not sure if I am privy to give forth that sort of information. However, my name is Unit 003-Gamma. <laughs> uh, what book you grabbing there? The book I just grabbed was a somewhat older tome describing the nature of wild magic. And, uh, you gathering these books for Karaba? That is correct. And you, do you have any idea what he's, uh, using these wild magic tomes to, uh, research? I was not given that information. I was just told to go get books. You like, you like Karaba? I have no particular attachment. He issues me commands and I execute them. What if we could, uh, make it so you issue your own commands to yourself? This is a most unfamiliar prospect. You wouldn't have to take any commands from, a. Uh... A fat old dragon. You'd just be able to, uh, do what you want. You act as though I have some sort of issue with traversing this library and acquiring information. Can you help us get to Karaba? Is that something you'd be able to do? That is a thing that I could very feasibly do. Alright, bring us to Karaba then. Or else, and I'll point to Janda, you see that red thing? Yes. He likes pumping small creatures. He's a sicko. Complete psychopath. <laughs> I am interpreting your statement as a threat. Oh, I would never do that, but he's absolutely berserk. It appears as though you have threatened me with aggression directed at me from the red one. I will surely take note of this. Good. Arthos, give me back my sword. I, uh, I hand over the flaming sword to Roth. Put it back in my bag. Alright, sounds like uh, we're off then. Aye, but you didn't turn the sword off. Your bag's now on fire. Well, there's no air in there, so I don't have to worry about it. Oh, it's a magical bag? Yeah, it's a magical bag. You there, sir, with the flame tongue. I thank you for deactivating the sword. Igniting a fire in here would have been catastrophic. Catastrophic, you say? That sounded like an <laughs> ominous statement from the red one. I told you, he's completely insane. I... So, uh, where'd Elagos go? He went down that hallway over there, but... If we wait now, we might lose our metal friend here. Uh, I look to the little metal guy. So, uh, can we get the Karaba that way? And I point towards the, the hallway that Elagos went to. Feasibly, you could reach Karaba by taking either path. What's down the left hallway? Books. Is this place just a circle? No, it is more of a square shape. Oh, so if I keep walking around, I'll come back to the same place. Yes. Is this the most relevant line of questioning, Janda? I, I am unsure what sort of intention you are trying to discern, Mr. Aggressive Redman. I have a name. I have not been told it. He's... <laughs> so, uh, can you lead us down this right-hand hallway? Sure, I would. I would love to. I was that sarcasm? No, that was not this... The robot does air quotes, sarcasm, of which you speak. Lead the way. Alright. I'm gonna whisper to Owl, I didn't know that a robot could do air quotes. Your breath smells like absolute shit, Jandy. I'm just gonna breathe right in his face. How much gin have you been drinking? Jesus! Alright, so as the party begins to head off, guided by this little, this little robot, um, Roth, Jander, and Arthos... All here what sounds like skittering coming from the ceiling. Uh, 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 robot guy, uh, there's some skittering up in the ceiling. Is that, might that be a problem? It is likely not an issue. Okay. Aye, but what is it then? I do not know. May Mayhaps it is a bug of some sort. I'm gonna just take a shot of the gin. The convincing gin that got you fucking plastered before. Yes. Okay. <laughs> to what end? Are, are you trying to like? He's probably out of other alcohol. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So take take the shot. You know how this shit works. Um, roll me a con save with advantage. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, Jander. Uh, a twenty. So you pass, which as a refresher. Any charisma roll, you make counts as a 15 before modifiers. 
All right, so um, we continue down this right-hand hallway. Yeah, as with Elagos, the smell of brimstone just kind of, like, gets more and more pungent. Jundy, your breath is getting worse and worse. I know, I know. I've been drinking. Uh, do we see the guy yet? You do see, yeah, you, you, you reach the same little, like, open area. Everyone see that blue thing? I think that might be Elagos. It has wings. Oh, right. Hey, blue guy! Would you shout, it turns to you, and it speaks in Draconic, so I think only Roth can understand. Yep, that would be me. Ah, ah, I see there are more visitors. Delightful. Uh, yeah, the, and by more visitors, I, I, I see that you've met our, uh, our acquaintance then that's passed through? That is correct. Uh, where'd he go? The creature points at the- I directed your tiefling friend to go in that direction. I robot, is that the way to grub? The apprehended Abishai is in fact pointing at you all in the correct direction. What happens if we free the Abishai? I do not know. Hmm. Abishai, Abishai, can you speak our language? He pings the party's brains telepathically. I imagine that this would suffice. What, uh, what do you give us if we free you? I take it that since you've made your way up the mountain, you've probably seen some of those recent wild magic storms, is that correct? Yeah, I'm fairly interested in that. What's no, going no, on? No, no, no. Hold on there, Skippy. See, here's the thing. Now I'm sure Karabas referred to having, as he does air quotes, cosmic affairs. His little... Affairs and the wild magic storms are all connected. If you free me, I'll tell you what that dragon's got cooking up top. Does that seem like a fair arrangement? Uh, what would you do after you free we free you? Would you help us kill him? No. What's your plan? To be quite frank, I'll simply vacate this here uh, sinking ship, if you will. This mountain's coming down. Oh, what? You'll find out in due time. If you free me, that is. Alright. How's your voice doing, Harris? My voice is doing fine. Do a quick vote. All in favor of freeing... Uh... What is this guy's name? I thought it was a... Antiquated Arishok or something. You mean apprehended Abishai. That's his... Species and he's literally apprehended. I don't think that's his name. So who here has particularly high arcana? Roth. And I have a seven. Plus seven. I have a nine. Plus nine. Alright, so Roth and Abul, you both know that Abishai are a type of devil that served Tiamat. Blue Abishai in particular, their whole shtick is traversing the multiverse to just do archaeological research. We still need that name, though. I don't like to do deals with people whose names I do not know. Whatever sort of informal name you decide to come up with me will likely be sufficient. How about Bluey? How about Jimbo? I mean, this is a this is a multi-dimensional devil. Uh, I'm not too keen on making a contract with you unless there's actually a physical or you know magical contract we're going to enter here, because I don't want. You dimension hopping and destroying my bloodline or something. So, uh, do we have any, like, assurance that you ain't gonna bing bing boop us out of existence? Why would he do that when we're gonna free him? Why would he come after us? I don't know. He works for Tiamat. And let's be honest, Roth, your bloodline's ending with you. I don't see any prospective mates lining up at your door. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Laugh Damn. it up. Just cause you, just cause you can't fornicate. Yes, I can. I could literally just change my form and so I have like a six inch giant dick. Moving on. No. <laughs> I thought you said no. <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought you said no. I said no, we're not moving no. on. I want to continue no, no, no. this. Well, maybe he said now is that he wants you to do the six inch dick now. No, no, no. Children. <laughs> Childish bickering aside. I don't know. I think I've placed a fairly favorable deal at your feet. I'm going to go over and free him. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, go for it. Yeah, I, I'll go help. Alright, so you go over and see the shackles. Um, what are you trying to do? 
Any, uh, any knowledge of where the key is? Were you just going to ask me if I had the key? I was going to ask you if you could shut up. I'm trying to find out where the key is. You know where the key is? Here's the thing. I'm willing to bet that in this clusterfuck of a library, there's probably a book that tells you where to find it. I wouldn't know. I'm kind of fettered at the moment. Others, take out your file of vile bile. We can just melt the chains. Aye, this works as well. Uh, so how many chains are there? There are handcuffs that are connected. There are ankle cuffs that are chained together. There's a chain that's binding the arm cuffs and the leg cuffs together. The Abishai's wings are restrained, and you see that there are multiple heavy weights attached to the creature's ankles. Before doing this, then... I'm going to turn to the robot that's been guiding and go, I, Mr. Metal Man, uh, do ye perchance happen to know where the key is? The robot, it kind of zones up. You see that its eyes were like darting around. Um, after like 30 seconds, it like seemingly regains consciousness and it's just like, 30 seconds? I am unsure of what sort of key you would need. You would need to be more specific. I, if ye don't get help us find the key to free this winged devil, I might accidentally burn down the library. Which, in your own words, could be catastrophic. Please, no. Someone think of the books. He didn't say he wasn't going to help you, he just needed clarification. I know! <laughs> uh, yeah, the key to unshackle this Abijay. Ah, uh, thank you for the more specific query. The the little, like, library bot looks at all those and is like, Would you like me to show you where the necessary tome is? Aye. Okay, I will do so soon. Aye, you will do so now. At this time, I'm gonna shout down the hallway where Elagos went and go, Hey, Elagos, get back here! Yeah, I was thinking, what's Elagos doing during all of this? Um, assumedly just kind of powering forward. Uh, towards, uh, Karaba, the mastermind of all this badness. As you're powering down, a couple things happen. Powering down? Like, power walking. Yeah, it's, I, I'm running out of battery, I need to take a rest. You hear the echoed <laughs> sound of Roth calling your attention. Alright, I'll turn back. Alright. Welcome back, Ghost. You look sweaty. You been power walking again? No. Alright. We're gonna free this devil thing. Are you sure that's the best idea? He said he wasn't gonna kill Roth's entire bloodline. What else do we want from this guy? He's a devil. Yeah, well he said he was gonna help us out, uh, telling us what's going on with Karaba's wild magics. There are literally hundreds of Aesops dedicated to why dealing with devils is a bad idea. Hey, what? Now, 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 son of Asmodeus, I presented them with a rather favorable bargain. All they have to do is free me. You are not helping at your case. You free me? I tell you what Karaba's doing. Because, look, I'm going to safely assume that you have... I'm going to take a quick drink. Hold on. Oh. All right. How did you get that drink if you aren't able to move? There, there's a little sippy cup. Don't mind me as I drink wine out of a sippy cup. Um, where is it? Here's the thing. I'm sure you've been poking around here for a while, mucking up things. Because believe, believe me, you should have heard the little tantrum Karaba threw when one of you knocked out the power. But here's the thing. Do you know what he's doing? Do you know what sort of scheme he's hatching? Well, to be honest, my plan was to go up there and kill him and hope that whatever plans he had would die with the man. Oh, now I know exactly what his plan is. His plan is actually to use these robots and whatever he's manufacturing downstairs, use them on the neighboring towns and villages around the mountain so he can continue his control and then eventually build a plan... A multiplanar portal using you to get into other planes of the universe. He's trying to use you, not help you. I don't think he was ever going to help this guy. He's imprisoned him. 
Yeah, I'm trying to deceive him. So because the gin, I have a 15. 15 plus modifiers. So that would be a 21. All right, so let me, let me roll insight real quick. The the devil looks a bit pensive, just like, you know, that would explain his almost obsession with working on his constructs. Now, to be quite frank, you, um, you surprisingly figured out pieces of it. The devil looks dumbfounded, like, wait, this all makes sense. Somehow you uncovered things that I could not. So, if I've already figured out his plan, what do I need you for? Now, here's the thing you've covered. You've uncovered pieces. Because here's a little hint. You are entirely on the money with Karaba's desire to hop universes. You got that one. But you do not. The impetus, you're lit. From what you said, that's not what I was told. He could be keeping things up his sleeve. All right, let's just decide if we want to free him or not free him. Is he going to give us something different now that we know most of the plan? If not, then we'll just leave. I don't think we should free him. Here's the thing. There's a, a vital key thing that you straight up have not discerned yet. So in some regard, you do need me. Unless you want your efforts to become a Pyrrhic victory. <sighs> Let's just free him. I don't like this, but okay. Yeah, the world's ending anyway. Only got a matter of weeks, probably. As you say, say that, uh, anyone with a particularly high perception notices that the Abishite gives a real quick smirk. The The passive perception DC is like a 17. Why are you smirking like that? Yeah, that's... He smirked? Because I didn't even see a smirk. Oh, nothing. If he's being this difficult about a smirk, I don't even know if we should release him now. Unbind me, and all will be made clear. How about this? You tell us what you know before we unbind you. And if you decide not to, I will destroy the key and make you watch. Roll me intimidation. Just straight up intimidation? Intimidation with advantage, actually. There we go. Oh, shit! Oh! Oh, fuck! It's an 11 <laughs> and a nat 20. Jesus. Alright, so, as you say that, the... Whatever is a vague semblance of, like, cool and composure that the Abishai has been, like, maintaining just shatters. It's just like, oh, fine, fine. Oh, you're all a, a slippery lot. I can commend you that. He, po he, po he points at Owl. You want to know why I smirked? More than anything. <laughs> well, here's the thing. This world has far less time than a few weeks. Let's just put it that way. Matter of days. Maybe two, three days. That's about it. Grab was trying to jump ship. Doesn't seem smirk-worthy, to be honest. Oh. I know what it is. Grab is not trying to just jump his ship by himself. He's trying to move the mountain to another plane. You look extremely drunk, Jen. How are you coming to these conclusions? Well, okay, here's the thing. With the convincing Jen, he's fucking stone-cold sober. He's just dummy persuasive. And he's just figuring this out because he's big brain. <laughs> so, uh, is that true, Abishai? No. Pretty much Karaba's plan. <clears throat> Fuck. This voice fucks. This voice really, like, messes with my throat. Hold on. You're about to say it fucks your throat. Yum, yum, yum. No, no, no. <laughs> oh no. So, here's the thing. Pretty much the only person Karaba wants to save is himself, because at this point, he's already found a destination. All he needs is an arc to get there, and that's what he's working on right now. The reason why I'm stuck here is because I'm the one who told him that this world is pretty much damned, and he wants to keep me around to, so that he can see through his little endeavor. Now one more thing. He points to Rob. You were curious about the uh, wild magic, right? Well, yeah, if this world is ending, it makes a lot of sense. But what's going on with it? So, I'll give you the simple version for some of the less bright individuals in the room. In essence, the very innate magic that pervades through the world is slowly breaking apart. Each strand that maintains the magic of this world is breaking. Every time a metaphorical strand breaks... 
That's a wild magic storm. The more severe, the more strands break. Based on the muffled fit I heard before, there must have been a rather nasty one not too long ago. Is that correct? Well, yeah, the sand got a big mouth and an eye. So, that that's not good. We gotta... I don't even know anymore. We gotta get we gotta get up there. Yeah, I was already under the assumption the world's ending, so this isn't this isn't a particular shock to me. In fact, it's kind of a validation. I imagine it must be at least somewhat shocking to realize that. Oh right, you you only have mere days to live. Honestly, the smirk was the most shocking part of this. That was an attempt for me to be a little coy. Jackie Jan and Takthar, their mouths are agape, and they are literally speechless. The little library bot then escorts the party to one of, like, a shelf kind of in some, like, far-off corner of the library. I believe this is where the tome is. It then pulls out a really weird and creepy book. It's bound in red skin. There appears to be an eye on the front cover that's kind of, like, looking around. There's always, like, like spikes coming out of, like, the cover and the spine. On the cover of the book, it's called Detaining Devils and Other Such Foul Fiends by Dante Cantandafindi. Oh my god. Cantandafindi? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad someone enjoyed my stupid pun name. I hate you. I love oh my, my dumb god. pun names. It's, that was really good. Uh, it's right next to the cookbook by Dinah Zin the Kitchen. And Paula Dean. Yeah, actually, yes, it's right there. <laughs> you guys want to get this key? Yeah, let's get this guy out. Taking up a lot of daylight on this. Arthur's starting to get angry because he hasn't eaten in a few hours. I, he won't like me when I'm angry. I mean, hungry. Dude! <laughs> 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 I was, uh... You want, like, a snack? I have some apple slices in my bag. I just pull out a granola bar from my bag and hand it to Arthos. As uh, Jander produces the granola bar, the library bot's like, You are not allowed to have food in here. Put that away. He's gonna punt you if you keep this up. I must do what I can to ensure the safety of these tomes. In that case, uh, I... <laughs> you gonna punt him? <laughs> no, I put, away, I put away the granola bar and take out a lighter. Why do you have a lighter? Also, that's not technology we have in this world. It's tinderbox. Yeah, we are. When did you have a fucking lighter? <laughs> it's a big lighter that I found. Fine, I'll put out. I'll pull out the torch in the tinderbox. The robot looks really distraught. Like, no, do not do that. It tries to like jump up and reach for your hands, but it's too short. I put away the torch in tinderbox. When it jumps up, I want to try to grab it out of the air. Ah, athletics. Oh, I got a seven. Oh Jesus! <laughs> the robot rolled a net twenty. <laughs> so, oh, uh, you, you try you try to grab it, and the robot just like ducks out of the way. Uh, Jander, are you gonna try and like light the books on fire? Oh no! I already put the torch and tinder box back in my bag. <gasps> I thought he was gonna say, "Oh no! I already lit them on fire." That's what I thought so too. All right, I had fun, little robot. You'll live to. Another day, I guess. Another few days. Uh, that book, though, and I start paging back through the book. You find that, like, basically it, it just thoroughly details how to make silver chains that can be used to, like, restrain a devil. And it, it describes, like, how you actually forge the chains, the enchantments that you have to put on to them. And then there, additionally, there's a section details a series of, like, a specific ritual that you have to do and the exact like, incantation that you need to do, the necessary magic circle you need to draw, all of that. It, it's just a full, like, for some reason you want to free this devil, here's exactly what you'd want to do, courtesy of Dante Cantandafindi. I figured it out. The power was inside of us all along. We just have to go over and rub the metal chains and then chant a few words. Alright, uh, sounds good to me. Let's, let's roll. And the one, I think we got a, we got a great rubber here. Takta, so why don't you do the honors and you start rubbing down those chains? Uh, Takta, he gives you, like, finger guns, like... I will get to rubbing. As Takta gets uncomfortably close to the Abishai and just starts massaging the chains. The Abishai looks visibly 
uncomfortable. Talk to thought, you gotta really work those chains. If you ain't breathing heavy, you ain't working them hard enough. That's what I always say. I already am working all four of my hands on this one set of chains. How are the chains looking, Harris? Between Takthaw's work as a masseuse and, um, necessary incantations, you can see that, like, the part I can just kind of feel that it's very apparent that now these are slowly becoming just more, like, mundane silver chains and shackles and whatnot. Alright, Abishai, why don't you go and flex? I think these chains are, uh, just normal chains. You should be able to snap them clean off. The Abishai tries to flex, but it, it to no avail. Uh, you too emaciated or something? It seems rather apparent to me that it's a little difficult to flex my arms when, you know, they're still in cuffs. Jeez, oh, you really need to lift more. Alright, can we just break the change ourselves then? Yeah. I will cut one with my sword. Roll me an attack. 25 hits, cool, you break it. Alright, so, uh, what's the, what's the rest of the plan? Alright, well, I didn't expect this day to come to pass. I am... Thankful for your that this arrangement was as favorable as it could have been. Now to hold up my end of the bargain. Crop was found a parallel universe. He commissioned Mitzi to build him a gate. He's now in the process of trying to get that gate powered up and ready to go. When that gate is powered up and ready to go, he'll hop through and then leave this world to die. I believe that covers everything. You cute little mortals can have your fun. I'm gonna leave. As the Abishai then casts Plane Shift and is gone. Thanks for listening to this episode of Good Job Adventures. If you like what you just heard, be sure to let us know by leaving a rating and subscribing to the podcast. For business inquiries, questions too or about the cast members, or if you own a white Chevy Impala and you left your lights on, contact us at goodjobadventures at gmail.com. For everything else, follow us on Twitter at GJ Adventures. Thanks again. See you next time.